Welcome to the Heart of Rural America podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Radke, an American cattle rancher and motivational speaker, raising my kids and writing children's books in South Dakota. There's a David and Goliath story unfolding in agriculture today. And I don't know about you, but my money is on the underdog, the hardworking folks who value faith, family, freedom, and their farming communities. This show will highlight the untold stories of these resilient and determined families who I have the great pleasure of meeting in my travels across this nation as an agricultural speaker. It is my hope that their stories will remind us to live with great courage because we are not alone in this fight to keep producers on the land and meet dairy and eggs on the dinner table. Now let's hit the dusty trail together as we uncover the heart of rural America. Welcome to your show. Here's my mom, Amanda Rocky. Hey everybody, it's Amanda Radke back for another episode of The Heart of Rural America, the show where we highlight great people doing incredible and inspiring things across America that we know and love. And today I have a very special guest. It is Christmas week, so I had to take the opportunity to bring some family into the mix. This episode has been a long time coming, but I have my two younger sisters, Courtney Coughlin and Kaylee Knowles in the house. Welcome, sisters. What's up? You know, I must say, and I, you guys are going to roll your eyes, but like I was such a perfect daughter that mom and dad were like, we should have two more just like Amanda. Or they didn't quite get it right. Yeah. <laughs> they um, had to try again. They so, just got better and better. So Kaylee's the perfect recipe of the Knowles sisters. Okay. So, well, that's up for debate, but <laughs> we are here today to celebrate Christmas. It's a festive Oh, there's a ding for an order, girls. I think we might be delirious, probably, full <laughs> disclosure. All three of us own retail businesses, and it is the thick of Christmas shopping season. We're kind of coming off that tail end of just shipping orders like little elves and trying to get everything to our people. We're very grateful, of course, but it's exhausting. So if we sound exhausted, that's why. We've got a lot of coffee to make this show possible. This show is not officially sponsored by Hot Shots Coffee in Mitchell, South Dakota, but let's face it, it's the only way this show is happening at this moment. So sisters, let's just dive into it. I feel like there's so much we could say, but uh, if you guys follow us on Instagram, we each have our own handles. So Courtney, you can find her at Courtney Coughlin or Shop CCXO. Kaylee, you can follow her at KNLZ Design. She does amazing woodworking. And then, of course, I have my site at amandaradkey.com. But you can also follow us at Knoll Sisters, where we kind of share an account. And we've been likened to a little bit of all of us. And it's kind of the best of all of us. Yes. And like in a weird way, we've been told multiple times we're like the Kardashians of agriculture (laughs) in like not the way that they are, but just in the fact that they're business-minded sisters. Great business supporters. <laughs> and sisters supporting sisters. We uplift each other. It's not a competition. It is, but we're in competition with each other. Yeah, we're, we're highly competitive and we push each other. And like if sales are high, we celebrate with each other. If sales are low, we help strategize to what can we do different to better serve our people or to select products. So I guess to get started, Courtney, you were kind of the first one to enter into the retail game. And when we were like, just still living with mom and dad. So tell us about your trajectory. Honestly, I mean, even the start of my story, 
you guys were involved in that because I started selling jewelry off the show box at cattle shows and off my neck. And I was making all this jewelry, but it was actually Kaylee who taught me how to make the jewelry. So she's kind of the one who got the ball rolling in a way. And from there, I went to school for entrepreneurial studies. And then the boutique thing really took off while I was actually in school. And then that's what I did after our graduating SCSU. And then from there, it's just grown over the years. But then I was able to kind of help Amanda in her a tough time, a tough year for you. I'm sure you all know Amanda's story about what happened when the pandemic hit. And I'll let you kind of share that and how like my business blossomed into your business. Yeah. So I guess just to preface it to the early days of the Knowles sisters, like if we look back, we were all just like really crafty and 4-H and stuff. And so we, I think we've all just instinctively have taken some of those 4-H projects and turned them into businesses. But like back in the day when when we were making necklaces, we were, me and Kaylee were Courtney's sweatshop, basically. Yeah, yeah. So we'd sit in mom and dad's basement, watch, watch Christmas movies, yeah, watch <laughs> movies and make necklaces. And then we would just pile the necklaces on our necks and go to cattle shows and people would just scurry over. And then when yeah. it evol- evolved into clothing, like you two were my first models. So yep. we have pictures of us three girls modeling the like OG CCXO styles and back then it was cowgirl crush and those pictures are true gems. They're 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 kind of cringe. Yeah. Like we, we were hotties, but, <laughs> but it was cute and everybody starts somewhere, right? So it's fun to look back on the journey. So yeah, so the pandemic hit and of course I was already writing children's books. I was speaking, but I I lost a year's worth of work basically overnight. And I remember being like, okay, I've got to pivot. I've got to make some money here. Some, somehow, some way I was home with the kids homeschooling and you already uh, had books. Yes, I had, I had books, but I I remember you were like, you know, I didn't even have a website to promote my speaking. It was just Mm -hmm. kind of word of mouth. And you convinced me like, Hey, open up a Shopify, like have a landing page and just start adding stuff to your website. And I remember having the conversation with you of like, do you think I'll even be able to pay the $30 Shopify <laughs> yeah. fee? Like, you know, and it, it just quickly exploded and expanded. And, and so kind of the dynamic now is Courtney and I you definitely have two different businesses, two different complementary boutiques. We share a space, a warehouse. We share a shipping crew, which is just amazing. We've got a great team we that have a great team. literally we couldn't do it without them. I like, I no. don't, I don't want to, I would cry too much. You like, know who you are and yeah. you are helping us out. Yes. You see it all. Yep. 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 Yeah. We've often joked because we get so crazy shipping orders sometimes because it's late night. We're tired and delirious and goofy. And I'm like, everyone should probably sign an NDA when they come into our basement because <laughs> the Knoll sisters get weird sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that overnighter we had around on Black Friday? Yeah, Courtney and Never I again. Courtney and I literally pulled an all-nighter shipping orders after Black Friday. Scarlett had a show the next morning. So we wrapped up at 4 a.m. I drove home, went straight to the barn, washed calves to get ready for a show. And what time did your alarm go off to technically wake up yeah. for the day? Yeah. Like, <laughs> as you pulled into yeah, the driveway. I'm pulling into the driveway. Like, yeah. So the things retail life is not glamorous, but it's rewarding and challenging and fun. And so we made a lot of memories that night. Yeah, we, we did. Otherwise have. Yeah, so. exactly. We just have like a weird sick way of spending time together. It's just yeah. like work and like make a lot of jokes while you're working. Yeah. Then Kaylee comes into the mix and Kaylee, she does a lot. She like wears a lot of hats. 
She helps me on my speaking business. Like I'm lost perpetually. So she knows where I'm at. I think she's got an app to track my whereabouts at all How times. How many That's times true. in the middle of the night yeah. has she gotten you out of a situation where you're just yeah. lost? I've gotten calls to like rebook flights at midnight. Yeah. She just calls me. Where am I? I don't know where the gas station's at. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm at, I'm at home. But somehow you find me and sure. you, yeah. So Kaylee was at like a bachelorette party one time and we joke, I'm like Miranda Priestley from Devil Wears Prada. And it's like, Miranda needs me. And I'm like, Andrea, I, come and help me. So Kaylee, you've like made some wild life changes too since the pandemic. I feel yeah. like the pandemic was kind of a catalyst for I don't know, just people making big changes, probably for the better. So mm -hmm. tell us about your trajectory. You graduated from college, then what'd you do? Yeah, a little bit about my story. So when I graduated in 2018, I got a job at a bank as an egg credit analyst. And I've done that the last five years until May of this year when I decided to pursue entrepreneurial life full-time uh With a little I, encouragement little encouragement a lot yeah I don't think I would have made the jump without seeing my two sisters be successful in it and it's something I've been doing I basically felt like I was working two full-time jobs so I was like I better just pick one and focus on that and I think a lot of opportunities to work more with my sisters has been really exciting. And I, like we said earlier we get to bounce ideas and support each other work and together but like not but yes. Yeah, we do. Like, we still drive our own ships. Or yes, if absolutely. one of us is behind on something and we need help, it's just like everyone jump in and get this project done. And that's been really fun. The Heart of Rural America is presented to you by my dear friends at CK6 Consulting, a cattle business consulting service with a purebred Angus focus. I recently joined the CK6 crew, and I would love to connect with you at an upcoming sale. Check out the sale calendar at ck6consulting.com to learn more about opportunities to invest in elite Angus genetics coming from our progressive and innovative clients who truly exemplify what it means to be the heart of rural America. And for all your semen needs, visit ck6source.com, an online stud service that features some of our clients' top performing bulls. Give Chris Earle, Wes Teeman, Cody Fleeman, or myself a call with any questions or business inquiries you may have. CK6 is all about families helping families, and I'm so proud and grateful to be a part of it. Now let's get back to the show. So this is my, what, I'm six, seven months into full-time being a business owner. How's that going for you? It's been fun. Um, like, how many people thought you were insane, though? You had this great banking job. You yeah. had just gotten your master's in banking. Like I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually got my master's in business administration about a year ago, or a year and a half ago, I finished that. And yeah, so I have all this schooling, and I was like, I don't need any of it. But that's not true, actually. Being in business, I found, like, a lot of those classes I took, and maybe Courtney with your entrepreneurial studies, taking business classes, it really translates to doing a lot of this stuff. And also I'll give back to like our 4-H roots. Like Courtney said, yeah, I took a 4-H class mm -hmm. to learn how to do like those necklaces. I also did some like woodworking projects, which a lot of people ask that. It's self-taught. Like our dad is not uh <laughs> like let's build a yeah he's not like let's go build some things uh, like I don't know how to use a hammer a nail or a saw and Kate like if you guys don't follow Kaylee yet you need to these designs are like 
I don't know. There, there's angles, and there's like, like <laughs> I don't have a math involved. Yeah, which I would describe myself as like the logic analytical sister, which is the job I had, and like I feel like I'm very creative. So this is like, I my art translates to being like logical, mathematical, it makes sense, but I, it's still creative. I don't and know fun. how you do it. I really don't. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, and then my business too. Literally, I gave my first speech, and we should be sponsored by 4H here. I mean, like, where's our ke- or check or thanks, FF, mom, or no, FFA thanks or, mom and dad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, so, yeah so like, when, they got us super involved. Yeah. Yes. So like, when we were young, that was one thing mom and dad always prioritized was the public speaking side of 4H. So like, I always say I did 52 speeches this year, and it's still like I still kind of have to pinch myself that it started. From a 4 H speech when I was eight, eight years old, so yeah. would be like shocked. Yeah, at what you're like, doing with those purple ribbon yeah. speeches <laughs> now. Like it's not like the coolest thing to be involved in either. It was no. like we were like we played sports and stuff, but we were also like the farmy hit kids that did 4 H speeches for fun. But like, we loved it. We loved it, it. and we, we were, were so competitive in the like speaking world on 4 H level. Like it was like like hardcore. Yeah, hardcore. It was like, we weren't <laughs> our going Super in. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yet I remember if they would make the announcements at school, like Amanda Knowles won a speaking contest this weekend in FFA, I would like slump in my desk because I didn't want to get made fun of. It's like, yeah, I just won a national contest, but yet I didn't want my basketball teammates to Isn't like. Isn't that so silly though? Like we could really give our younger selves so much advice and wisdom knowing what we know now versus yep. like in the moment when you kind of feel peer pressure about like all the things you're passionate about, but like other people aren't. Yep. And it's all, well, I'm seeing it with my daughter now, Scarlett. Like she had kids tell her she, she gets up every morning and feeds a bottle calf. And like the kids last week were picking on her because she smelled like a cow, which I'm like, the goal is not to go to town smelling like cows, Scarlett. <laughs> yeah. But um, our old hired man, Dylan told her like, tell those kids it smells like money. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, that's the thing. It's like, this is what we love to do. It's what we're good at. And my my best advice to people is like lean into what makes you weird or different or unique. Or just the things you truly enjoy. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it doesn't really matter what other people enjoy. It's truly what you enjoy is what's going to make you happy in life. Yep. And I think that's maybe like one thing we have. People always ask like, how do you guys do what you do? It's like, I don't think any of us, I know for a fact, none of us, we're not playing the comparison game on social media or anything. Like we're just running our own race. We're trying to be better than we were the day before. Mm -hmm. And like, we're competing against ourselves and like each other in a weird way. But like, it's like a friendly competition of like, do more. Don't be Mm -hmm. lazy. It's like, we're kind of each other's accountability buddies. (laughs) When it comes to working, like, oh, you didn't have a great day? Well, what did you do today? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think whether, you know, there's a lot of listeners on here that are in the cattle business or they're in agriculture or maybe um, their wives working in town and they'd love to start their own business. And so maybe let's, let's answer the question of, you know, what would be your best advice for someone that wants to start, start a side hustle and added business that wants to stay home with their kids maybe, but make some money online. What's your best advice as an entrepreneur or business owner? Don't let anything hold you back. I mean, you can come up with X, Y, Z reasons of why you shouldn't do something. Don't wait until whatever you want to do would be perfect. Just start mm-hmm. because you have people that would love to support you, would love to jump in and be like, that's really cool that you're doing that. And don't feel like Kaylee, like you didn't quit your job like for a while. while. Like she made both work. And I don't feel like you have to choose one or the other. Like you can invest a hundred dollars into whatever it is you want to do and then go from there and let it 
build on that. You don't have to make like huge big moves that would like necessarily change your financial trajectory or even your schedule. Like start small and just start. That's my biggest advice because that's I feel like what holds people back is like yeah. they're waiting for everything to be perfect. perfect. It's like no, like even this podcast, we're gonna listen to this twelve months from now and be like, that stunk. The audio was off, the <laughs> yeah. video was off. We literally just learned how to use the webcam today. And but I think like, the biggest thing in business is like you do like we've talked about this a lot in just the last couple of years like we've really had to pivot these last couple of years on just like what's working and what's not because what we did five years ago that was just truly amazing if we did that now it'd be nobody cares Mm -hmm. so I just think you have to be willing to be vulnerable in business and that'd be like my biggest advice is just go for it and let people talk about you they're either talking about you if you're super successful or they're talking about you if they think you're a loser but who cares if people are talking about you that's all that matters (laughs) like you're clearly on their radar or it's other people's opinion of me is none of my business my favorite quote just keep grinding and doing what you got to do all right Kaylee what you got I would add with social media, you know, you see a lot, people are doing a lot. I would add if you're passionate about something and you think you could make it a side hustle, a business or whatever, like, like Courtney said, go for it. The market's not oversaturated. Like you will find, as Courtney said, customers that are willing to support you. You'll find people that like what you're doing and like what they're seeing. And And you know, you. no one is you like you are Mm -hmm. a unique person. So your business is unique. And if you're passionate about what you're doing, if you love it, it'll be successful. Like we've said a bunch on this podcast, like hard work and finding something you truly care about. uh, That'll really translate to how successful you are. I guess I would add that, you know, we've society tells us you shouldn't talk about politics or religion or anything that would potentially offend someone that is a customer And I've kind of realized that I need to find my people and how I can find my people is to show my values unapologetically. And yeah, I'm probably going to lose some business, but then the people that are going to shop are going to be so loyal and invested because they're going to shop their values. Right, right. It's like this whole show called The Heart of Rural America. I always say people are going to fall in love with farmers and ranchers again, not because of what we do, but because of who we are. Mm -hmm. So like show who you are. Be exactly who you are and you're going to find your people and then figure out what your people want and serve them well. And there will definitely be people that aren't for you, but those aren't your people. They don't want to spend money with you mm-hmm. or whatever. They don't want to support whatever you're doing. You got to find it's, your It's people. the same thing with like beef sales. It's like we get so caught up on these activists and the vegans that are so loud. It's like, I'm not going to sell a steak to a vegan, but you know what? I'm going to sell a steak to a family that... They work hard during the week and they just want to celebrate with some steaks at the end of the week. They want to relax. Like those are my people. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to build those relationships. So it's like, it doesn't even matter what the business is. I feel like you have to work your way backwards. So if like you're in the cattle business, you want to sell bulls. It's like so often I see that mentality of, well, if I raise the great cattle, the people will come. Well, no, you have to find your people, ask them what they want, Mm -hmm. and then work your way backwards, like breed backwards of like, Here's my marketing plan. Now, how do I fill my inventory with what people want? That's whether it's wood art or clothing clothing or whatever, farm toys. Like behind us right now, Kaylee, a perfect example of that is Kaylee's ornaments that she came up with where it's like right now, I feel like kind of the strategy is the economy's tough. People can't necessarily afford one of her big pieces to put over the couch. Not to mention they run out of wall space. So it's true. So it's like (laughs) Kaylee bought a super expensive laser. And like, tell us kind of how these products evolved. 
Yeah. So kind of like Amanda said, I made a bunch of livestock ornaments and we have a nativity scene in a cross. But yeah, I made this investment in a laser because I thought it would help elevate my business and it absolutely has. And I was getting a little frustrated and Amanda made the point like, what else can you provide? Like we have the Christmas season coming up. Like what can you create? And so I made one bowl ornament. And a blue duck. Yeah. A bowl that you can go buy at CK6 source. Semen is available. So go buy some. (laughs) We love the plug. Yeah. Which actually, you know, um, I give credit to Amanda because she was one of the first people when I started my wood business was like, I need some panels. Like I want some signs for my house in 2019. And that was one of the things that started it. And she wanted blue duck ornaments for her Christmas tree. So I was like, well, if you want them, maybe someone else does. Yeah. And there's a heifer. The heifer, fun fact, is Scarlett's first show heifer jubilee. So it's it's fun. And But you do customs too. Yeah. So I've done, I did customs for these ornaments, some goats. I've done livestock branding on different shapes and animals maybe by accident I don't know luck or just being the holiday season but yeah like we said the market discovery you have to see what your customers want and okay but provide we have it for to them. share what your your next plan is for these like smaller items that aren't like big art pieces for the wall oh yeah so I was thinking I have all these scraps from cutting out these ornaments <laughs> so now I'm gonna make magnets so when you have all your Christmas cards you want to hang up on your fridge. I'll have magnets for sale in the new year. Sweet. The Heart of Rural America is presented in part by Lynn's Heritage Angus and Meats by Lynn's. Founded in 1963 as a Chicago neighborhood butcher shop and growing to an international supplier of high quality beef in the white tablecloth space, Meats by Lynn's is a four generation family owned business. The Lynn's Heritage Angus program was developed to allow for greater control of the end product, a focus on using elite Angus genetics while also managing the feed, environment, age, and weight of the cattle allows Fred Lynn's and his crew the ability to source the very best beef produced from the heart of their Angus program, meeting and exceeding the needs of their customers worldwide. Discover more at lynnsheritageangus.com and shop for beef at shoplins.com. Use code AMANDA20 to save 20% on your next beef purchase. That's a pretty sweet deal, my fellow beef lovers. Working cattle can be stressful at times, but the job is made so much easier with equipment that is safe, strong, and simply designed. I highly recommend Real Tough Livestock Equipment for all your working facility needs. We just installed the deluxe chute at Radke Landing Cattle, and it has been an absolute game changer as we run cows through our chute during AI season. It's durable and easy to use, and it's made to last a lifetime. Real Tough offers a wide range of products, including calving barns, panels, loading chutes, tubs, alleys, and portable working systems. Manufactured in the U.S. of A., Real Tough is family-owned and operated. Their commitment to helping farm and ranch families truly exemplifies what this show is all about. Learn more at realtough.com, that's T-U-F-F, and be sure to tell them Amanda sent you to receive an extra bonus with your order. Let's get you some iconic green Real Tough equipment headed your way. I promise you're going to love it. This is what we do. We just like push all the time. I'm like, all right, we need Easter products. Like I want to It's Christmas now, but like in the last week I've bought stuff for Valentine's day, St. Patrick's day, Easter. I'm already looking at summer. So like 
we're like in the Christmas season, but it's like not the Christmas season in our work world at all. <laughs> yeah, that's why we got we got made fun of heavily for the Christmas trees going up in October. Hey, I take that <laughs> bullet for everybody. <laughs> Whose Christmas tree goes up like before Halloween? It's mine. And you guys just come over and do <laughs> yeah. all your marketing. And then by Christmas time, Courtney's like, I'm ready to put my tree away. And yeah. <laughs> no, I'll leave it up well yeah. through January. Let's switch gears and talk a little bit Christmas stuff. I don't know about that. Are Why? you sure? Like, we got some memes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could share, like, either the PG ones or, like, the crazy <laughs> ones. I don't know. Like, let's talk, like, favorite memories of Christmas. Because people, it is Christmas week. It's December 20th as this is airing. Everybody's getting ready for these family gatherings or maybe driving in the truck to go to grandma's house well, or something. I hope there's snow on the ground You're today crazy. because this I is- love snow. I love winter. <laughs> Everyone's going to freak out. And I yeah. know like you will say like, well, you don't have any livestock. Yeah, I'm, that's exactly. I, I was mean, like, all right, townie. Because I, I got. <laughs> okay, I'm not a townie. For Townies one. say that. Like, because <laughs> we have cattle on corn stalks, So. God willing, we can keep yeah, them on course. Yeah, but the memories. Yeah. Like, snowball fights. Snowball <laughs> fights. We had so much fun oh, um, behind the house, in the pastures. Like, their townies got to go sledding, but we got to go sledding. Yeah. Or <laughs> hooking up to the four-wheeler. Like, it's really, like, and, like we didn't break any bones doing that. Like, that's surprising. surprising. Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, whipping cookies around the yard with the ice on the, on the sled. Yeah, you and, fall off the sled. You just go skidding across the lawn. And, you know, lawn. we have that, like, pond right by the bullpen to open gates for dad so we could ice skate while we waited for him to <laughs> we come were with so the tractor. Cool. <laughs> like, we had so much fun. We did. I think about, like, our childhood. We had it all. We really, but we didn't know it. We didn't yeah. know it. You know, we had this tiny little farmhouse we lived in. We worked all the time. Like there was cattle stuff to do all the we time. We got home from school and like the norm was grab a snack, get bundled up and get outside to help get, dad. Get and, outside. But like we had wide open spaces to just mess around and just have. Well, I think of some of the things we did. I'm like, <laughs> where were our parents? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they just let us be feral. Yeah. But, but kids don't get to be like that anymore. Like no. it's like scheduled play dates and birthday parties at the pool and blah, blah, blah. And I've, I've told the kids, I'm like, we spend so much time and money on this farm that very few kids get to grow up like and do we're going to spend time together as a family. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing more important than a mom and a dad and being tight knit and spending time together. And yeah, we're working. It's not like we're lounging. Like we never, we don't know how to lounge as a family. We're uncomfortable when we sit down. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, what are we doing? We're sitting on the couch. Like what, what, what? Like, no, like we have stuff to do, but what a great way to grow up really in hindsight. I couldn't have asked for anything better. I think because we had all that free time outside, like our imaginations could run wild. And I think it's that that's really probably what, built our creative minds that it was just like we had to entertain ourselves we didn't have all the knickknacks and toys and entertainment like yeah we had to create our own fun Mm -hmm. in between scooping poop out of the barn and whatever (laughs) yeah fun Um, fact we never had a skid steer growing up and so we would scoop our calving barn out by hand throwing it out the window one pitchfork at a time great times mom and dad are really the winners though because i would get mad at them throw a character building and i would just be like oh i'm gonna go to the barn and clean it out and like Okay, great. That's great. awesome. I'm like, go do more of that, sassy teenager. Like, <laughs> I don't know. What's your, like, do you have any favorite Christmas memories? Because I, I think about it. I'm like, man, the magic of Christmas, I saw it the other day. It doesn't happen unless there's a mom yeah. that really cares. Yeah. Like, because I see it in my own house. Yeah, like, you and me need to get it together this week. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, let's go. But like, 
Mommy, she was always so good. Like we had her stockings, we the made Christmas cookies, Christmas yeah. cookies, and we still do that. She still does she that had, with our kids. So. She had special wrapping paper for Santa Claus. Like always tried to yeah. make. Because I'm, in case you guys don't know about the age gap, I'm the youngest by nine and five oh. years. <laughs> You're gonna tell them that. Yeah, I'm perfect in the middle. Yeah. So I, it's really funny because Kaylee's the tallest by far. So yeah. she's always like, a, people always think she's the oldest. My, probably my funniest story of that is Tyler, my husband <laughs> and her got pulled over leaving the state fair one year. And the cop goes, where are you? What did they say? Like, where are you and your wife yeah. headed to yeah. today? And she was like 14 years old yeah. at the time and just totally mortified. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's, so there is an age gap. Kaylee, thank goodness, having a deck, being a decade younger, like, can tell me what the cool kids are doing or what apps I need to use. Or like, I'm just this crotchety old lady now. So I'm like, you, you learn all the new stuff. Yeah. Amanda said the other day that she's tapped out on the technology she wants to learn. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm like in my crabby grandma era, like yeah. these kids these days and there's no more apps, apps, no more new technologies, no nothing. So we had a lot of great memories growing up as kids. Okay. This isn't a Christmas memory, but I, and Kaylee, what year were you born? 1996. Okay, so you wouldn't even remember this, but like probably one of my formidable memories growing up is the blizzard of 97. Oh, yeah. We were snowed in for 10 days with no electricity. You couldn't drive to town. Like the snow was higher than the sky, basically. And dad was stuck in town. Dad was stuck in town. Mom was home with us three girls, a baby. And and all the livestock. All the livestock. And she would like put me in charge, like keep your sisters alive. I remember we would literally cook cans of soup over a little can candle. candles yeah <laughs> but i thought we were boring was wild oh, yeah like we i best. thought it was although like, could we even survive in the wild like no. our survival skills speak for yourself oh i'm a survivor no we totally <laughs> could more than most we people. still had a warm ish house we no we head. didn't have heat we yeah. slept in the same bed mom put every blanket in the house in the bottom bunk bed of our room and all three of us Body slept together yeah like we that was truly rough in it like no internet. I remember. But look the, at the stories we had when yeah. we went back to school, and like they couldn't even believe we were out without power. That and, but long. to me, like I yeah, I went back to school. I was like, dang, I'm proud to be a cowgirl, and I wore my Garth Brooks like really flashy <laughs> red and black button up pearl snap shirt and my Rocky jeans and stuff because I was like, yeah, we kept some cows alive. Like, what'd you do over the break, you know? And like, just got roasted for it. But at the end of the day, I was like, hmm, you guys are going to die in the next blizzard. I'm going to live. Like, I don't care. That was like, I was like second grader. I remember thinking that. I really like, hope your friends like from the good old MHS days are listening to this. I hope, I'm going to send it to them specifically and they'll be like, oh, Nolsey. Yep, yeah. That's my, but that not that the thing though? Like, some of those lessons that you just can't get anywhere else than growing up. Well, that's probably why we're close now, too, even with our age gap. Like, yep. we do have these very, you know, what the cool kids say, core memories now yeah. that, like... Because we just spent we so went much through time things, together. And when life was good, we just, we were creative and we let, like you said, let our imaginations go wild. We were never bored. Never bored. I don't ever remember being bored. I don't think we were allowed to say we were bored. No. So when my kids say they're bored, I'm like, go outside. Yeah. Like like, there's so much to do. There's so much to do. Start a business. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you're six years old. Yeah. Like, pull your weight, yeah. kid. Well, Scarlet. So we just got done doing a, a local pop-up event at Michelle's Mad Batter. So fun. I don't think Courtney and I did very well selling, but Scarlet, Scarlet crushed it. She cleaned <laughs> up. And I was like, dang, like, you're making some serious cash for a nine-year-old. Like, but now she's like, yeah, let's do this. Like, let's run a yeah, business. Like, let's write another. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right. I love to see the entrepreneurship, like, coming out. And it did age. really pull on the heartstrings to see 
hurt to see your nine-year-old just like all really of our church friends into... came like our priest was the first visitor to come get a mm-hmm. book like that that's what the heart of rural america is is, is community and I, I think too like we've grown up here in mitchell like we know the town well we have a lot of friends in the community that have cheered us on since we were Young, like super young like yeah. they've watched Since us grow we up I don't ever want to take that for granted just the amount of people in this town who have helped us along the way Absolutely. even if we didn't I don't know probably didn't deserve it we were just like punk kids I don't know there's something to be said though about your hometown and I think anyone could have this same like feeling nostalgic feeling about their own hometown like your community of people your family the people that have seen you grow up your whole life they really care about you and yeah. like and, lean into those people. And I think that's the power now as adults. It's like just the the little comments you could say to someone to encourage them to like go out and try something. Like I remember being at a, I gave a speech when I was like 10 or 11 at a local county cattleman's banquet that Grandma Carol had lined up. And like I, I shook Mary Nielsen's hand and it was like this weak, like limp noodle handshake. And she was like, oh, no, no, that's not how we shake hands. <laughs> But like she took the time to teach me that when yeah. I was 10. Yeah. Give me some words of encouragement. And then you remember that. Yeah. It's like, so the impact you can have on someone else, a young person or someone that's doing something new. Like, I don't think any of us take that role like for granted either. I think all three of us have a heart for service and helping others. Like it means something to us. And so it's a way to give back. It's that I, I love seeing like meeting someone on the road and they're like, I want to buy a children or make a children's book. I want to publish a book. And like, like you said earlier, people are waiting for that perfect Barnes and Noble deal or something mm-hmm. to land in their lap. And it's just like instant riches. And my advice is always just like rip the bandaid off, get it out there in the public and then start doing the foot traffic to get it sold. Like there, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no quick path to success. No. It's like, and there is no handbook to business. Like you can accumulate all these business tips, but there's no how to be successful. I think it really, a lot of it comes down to your passion and your work ethic and what you're choosing to do and how it's going to serve people, how it's going to help people. Yeah. And then doing the work, even when you don't want to, it's like, honestly, I don't really think we wanted to get together to record this podcast. Let's be honest. Like we're (laughs) exhausted and we have a million things to do. And it's like, all right, put on your festive sweater and come (laughs) over and do this. We're going to be glad we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is fun. Well, you know? Yeah. And I think it's a testament again to our childhood. We, we learned like the value of hard work, like from a very young age and, you know, in 4-H and FFA, like we had projects that we could see start to finish and you know, how hard you were willing to work was like, what, like the value you reaped from it. Mm -hmm. So girls specifically, what do you have something that you're looking forward to in 2024? I'm going to be kicking off the year with some like goal setting episodes with people, you know, like coaches and and people that like really can help people dial in on what they want to get done. But like, as you look to the year ahead, you know, what goals do you have for your businesses? We kind of already asked Kaylee, but maybe there's more. I guess short and simple. I mean, it'll be my first full year as a full-time small business owner. So I'm excited to see how that goes. And it's it's all pretty new. So we'll see. Yep. Just continue product development. Yep. And, and, and also keep in my life in organized. Don't forget that. Very important yeah, task. Like, we all work for Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> like, tell me where I'm going and where I have to be. Send my invoices. Just book my flights. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm a part time travel agent. I don't know. Amanda's bookkeeper, just all the things. I don't know. Like, whatever she needs, jack of all trades. I just give her the dumpster fire of my life, and somehow Kaylee sorts it out. So don't forget about me. Don't forget your home team. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Courtney keeps the order. So Courtney also manages all of our shipping crew, the scheduling, all of the things. Like, so 
it takes a village. It really yeah. does. Like, and we, we, we really each- do help each other run our businesses yep. and it's fun to see. And for me, or kind of for Amanda and I, without sharing too much, you know, our online is going to keep doing its thing, but we're really brainstorming a fun new way to serve our local customers. Um, we're not going to share those details yet because they're not it's maybe happening. Maybe. Oh, Ooh. yes. Courtney Stay also, tuned for the next Courtney podcast. also has a cut flower business too. Like, so yes. I called her a Tony. She's a legitimate farmer. She's a flower <laughs> farmer, but she did FFA floriculture. She worked at the local flower shop. She literally made my flowers for my wedding. I did. Like, yes. and so now it's really cool to see, okay, she started this farm. You don't have to have a thousand acres to have a farm. No. She's got, what do you have? Five acres? Six, six and a half, six and a half acres. Don't Yellow cut me Sto- short. Yellowstone cowgirl here, but <laughs> she's leveraging every acre she has into a business that her kids now are getting outside, picking weeds, cutting. It's really fun to see my four and six year old. They can identify all the flowers, and then we have these events, and kind of you pick, come pick your own bouquet, and. My daughters are giving the tours are of here's all the flowers and it's fun to see adults like their jaws drop. And so it's really fun to pour into my girls and be starting a business with them. Mm-hmm. So on our front, there's like a lot of pieces going at all times. You know, my role with CK6 continues to evolve. I think I could be on the road every day of the week at a cattle sale if I wanted to. But on the beef side of things, Kaylee's kind of getting involved in the back end as we brainstorm ways to really ramp up our direct-to-consumer beef sales. I'm coming out with a public speaking course in 2024. Like it has to get done. Got to get it recorded. We're going to get it packaged and provide it to people because every year I have FFA advisors and 4-H advisors and parents that are getting ready for, you know, their kids are going to compete at junior nationals or an FFA contest and they want help. And I figured out, like, I can't possibly be on the phone helping and coaching. You can't help every kid, but I think this is going to be a great opportunity to pour into the next generation of maybe young entrepreneurs. You never know, like, what this one speaking course may lead them to do because part of being a good speaker is just being a really good communicator. Yeah. It's a passion project for me. Like Mm -hmm. I love this. I've worked. I mean, we all did. We worked really hard to learn how to speak and overcome nerves and present and win contests and all those things. But I don't care what career path you take in life. If you can communicate clearly, Mm -hmm. debate your ideas and the merits and, you know, have a back and forth discussion, answer questions when your views are being challenged. Like you can ask for a raise. You can be better at job interviews. Like, this is a real tangible skill that everybody needs. Your and marriage. Yep. Can, being yep. a good communicator in your marriage. Like out debate your husband. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Poor Tyler. But <laughs> but it's also public speaking is like the top fear that people have. More than sharks or planes Getting or whatever. Getting up in front of yep. just even a small group of 10 people. People yep. have a really hard time with that. They do. So I'm very excited to come out with that. That's going to be a big project in 2024. You know, Tyler and I dispersed a cow herd and bought a whole new cow herd in 2023 so it was kind of a painful year of growth for us but now now we get to see the the fruits of our labor and our breeding decisions so I'm really excited about that and uh yeah it's all good things with four minutes left of the the podcast here today ladies maybe let's like ladies sisters (laughs) younger sisters and I'm always the the wiser the best the smartest the trailblazer okay let's face it my parents that raised me were much different than Kaylee's parents. 
I had a super strict curfew. Yeah, but I was just perfect. Like, they weren't worried about me. Like, I, if I came home, if my curfew was 11 o'clock and I came home at 11.01, I was in so much trouble. I So what I did, set back the clock. This was before Amanda not- wasn't, she is not all that you think she is. Well, like, that was before cell phones. So yeah. I could set their little barn, or their barn, their, their little, little bedroom barn like dial clock back 10 minutes just so I got have 10 extra minutes in town what'd you do with those 10 minutes I mean I filled them to the max like I just sparkled across town like I don't know but anyway what's something funny or like surprising that people don't know about you or us as Noel's sisters that might be interesting to people I don't know maybe we weren't that funny but we're jokesters we are always we all the movies yeah and we maybe didn't mention it we have a love for reading and a love for like book nerds book nerds but we're always and, Chris- and Christmas movies yes. yeah like- Christmas movies specifically all year round okay yeah. favorite Christmas movie go four Christmases easily oh, that's what I was gonna say I know <laughs> Elf it- is pretty good Meh. but it's alright it's yeah. overrated I really love the new Grinch the new oh, Grinch yeah. the new Grinch fantastic so honestly the best movie to watch with your kids the star hands oh, down yeah that's like, like you, you want to feel closer to jesus and yeah. like get your kids in the right mindset of what christmas really means yeah the star is a great movie but and yeah we probably don't like we don't talk about our catholic faith probably enough like mm-hmm. but that's like just the heart of everything we do yeah i can't think of a better way actually to end this episode that like at the end of the day we're business owners we love our family we're very tight-knit but our faith truly does drive us. It's the most important thing about us. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I thought I had to hide it. I think we all did. Yeah. Like, oh, you shouldn't talk about it, you know. But it's like now I feel like we're we're embracing it. We're, I embrace it way more and life gets easier yeah. with it. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think that I guess that would be my best advice for business is like I don't make a decision in business without praying and asking for God to give me discernment, wisdom, and like what is my path. And so then when people ask me, they'll say like, oh, why are you doing that? Or like, how, how can you juggle all that? And it's like, I can't, but Jesus mm-hmm. can. So like, whether it's adopting kids or doing whatever, it's like, I prayed to God. I got, I asked for wisdom and discernment. And now I have full confidence because if mm-hmm. he doesn't want it for me, I ask him to take it away. Like, don't like. And he has taken he, things away from all of us. Yeah, yeah totally. Point. Totally. So, and I will say that was like the deciding when I finally quit my job, I felt like it was Jesus telling me it was something to do. Yeah. That was like a constant conversation yes. we had is like, keep praying about it, Kaylee. Like he's going to tell you green light or no. Like, yeah. cause you were in your head, like trying to be logical, Absolutely. like the pros and cons, which you should be. But like at the end of the day, it's not like our hearts are fickle, our egos are whatever, but like. God is never wrong. Mm-hmm. So like he's our he's a wise and loving father that like at the end of the day he truly loves his children and if you're it's like just dial him up, you know? <laughs> like if only we could just yeah. call him, like phone in Jesus, man. Like you tell me what to do. I don't know. Like I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, this was a lot of fun. I think we definitely have to do this again in the new year. So, it's been a pleasure having my sisters. We're going to get done with this recording and they're going to like probably punch me or something to say like you said so much stupid stuff on here. Probably going to be. But that's the thing too. We we do have a very dry like sense of humor. We give each other a lot of crap, but we love supporting each other too. So, I will link their businesses in the show notes. I encourage you to go shop, check them out, you know, in in 2024, see what new products are rolling out from all three of our camps and stay tuned for some very exciting things that might be coming from the Knowles sisters in a future mercantile of sorts. But now I've said too much. So thanks sisters for coming on. 
Thanks, yeah, Amanda. Thanks for having us. Fun. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, so on behalf of my sisters, Courtney Coughlin and Kaylee Knowles, I'm Amanda Radke, and this is the heart of rural America. Have a wonderful Christmas season, a great new year, and God bless. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you found value in the message, I would be so grateful if you would subscribe and share to help spread the word. Until next time we meet on the dusty trail, I'm Amanda Radke, and this is the heart of rural America.